What's going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the DiscipleProject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion Podcast, the podcast that wants to keep you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. So glad you could be with me today. Today for me, a lazy day, a lazy afternoon on a Saturday, just enjoying the time of doing nothing. <laughs> I don't know if any of you get a chance to do that, but I highly recommend it. You should definitely sit around and do nothing some days. Those are sometimes the best days. You just get to recharge and relax, spend time with your family, whatever it is for you. Me, it's just chilling and just making content and videos and podcasts and equipping youth workers. That's what I think about a lot. I think about equipping you guys to do the job, to do the work of the ministry. And I think about that a lot just because it's what I do now now that I'm back in the game since January and uh, working with young people and I'm enjoying it, having a good time. We're wrapping up our summer. We have one more big day to go uh, of our 10 week uh, competition that we did and it's talent night. So I'll be anxious to see what kind of uh, what kind of talent we have in the group and who's going to do what. I, I have no idea. I'm just going to walk in and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, so today I want to talk to you guys about seven post-youth meeting recovery tips. Now, whether that meeting is good or bad, uh, these tips apply. And I know that sounds like a very long and technical and clinical thing, but it's really not. It's just, you know, after doing 30 years of youth meetings and things of that nature, uh, uh, you just kind of figure out that listen you gotta you gotta take the next day the next day after the youth meeting you have you have given yourself to to this youth meeting and then what you do the next day needs to be for you we're going to get into that here in just a minute but before we do i want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the disciple project store that's right my store where i sell curriculum lessons all that kind of good stuff there are resources which you have if you've not gotten yet i know that uh, school has started but I have resources like the Youth Ministry Playbook, which gives you articles, it gives you forms, it gives you the calendar, it gives you all those things, but it gives you a way to plan since school has started. It's from September, goes from September through May. And so you can plan your year and I give you lots of great ideas for doing that. Also, I get the, uh, you have the Youth Meeting Playbook, which helps you organize and plan your youth meetings. If you need structure, if you need ideas, those things that is there for you as well in addition i have a ton of series on there a brand new one that i just put up there called time to tell which talks about the power of your testimony and why it is part of your discipleship journey uh, i have series on head games with deals with anxiety what kind of friends do you have challenge accepted about what does it mean to follow jesus and that we all need to accept that challenge start again which is really just about starting over it's a great opportunity post-summer say hey we need to start again in our relationship with the lord uh, live breathe be uh, be a supermodel which is one of my favorite series that i've ever written it has a ton of activities to do in there i mean we're talking like posted up type quality moments all that stuff comes with slides games all that kind of good stuff and then uh, there's other books books that i've written on there uh, one is the disciple project so if you're looking for a new model or at least some some help in thinking through the discipleship process in your youth ministry. I wrote a book called The Disciple Project. I have No Comment, which is uh, 30 devotions on the, your tongue and communicating 
both online and off. And then I have uh, for you entrepreneurs out there, you guys with side hustles. It's a book of inspiration called 21 Days to Creating a Holy Habit of Hustle and how to combine your entrepreneurship and also your Christian ethics in there, but to give you motivation, inspiration, all that kind of good stuff. So it is a big store, guys. It's getting bigger. I just keep getting more inspiration. I keep writing more and uh, I'm writing with you guys in mind so that uh, you can become all that you need to be and you can buy with confidence because you're listening to the podcast and so you kind of know me you kind of get a vibe from me i try not to be too weird and i'm i'm pretty down the middle with the gospel uh and so i want to encourage you uh to check out the store and see if there is a lesson maybe you're going hey i should teach that to my students and there will be a link down in the show notes for you so let's go ahead and jump into today's topic which is about post youth meeting recovery and I've already given you a couple of ideas about that and what I think about that because I've come home from hard youth meetings. I've come home from great youth meetings. And really, regardless of the kind of youth meeting you've had, you really need to plan your next day a little bit. You need to kind of feel that out and say, what do I need to do with my next day? So let me give you a few things, um, these, these day after youth meeting recovery tips, regardless of how your meeting went, right? Number one, don't do anything youth ministry related. Now, listen, I understand this might not be possible. But, but do your best to minimize. I know that you have to follow up with kids, but there's no reason for you to just dive headfirst back into that. Maybe maybe you need to just do something else. If you have to do follow-up, do that. Then go find something else to do. Even if your youth meeting was great, take a moment, be thankful for it, and move on. Dwelling on past successes can keep you from growing in your craft. So it's important for you to say, yes, great youth meeting, praise God, post pictures, and then say, okay, let's move on from there. Uh, the second thing I would say is relax, relax, grab a book, go hide somewhere, leave your phone at home, hang out at a coffee shop or library, do your favorite hobby or go hang with friends, go for a run, go to the movies. Those are some of the things that I do, uh, but create some space for you to enjoy your life. The work will be there when you get back. I promise nobody's coming to take your work. Your work's still going to be there. Okay. Number three, take notes. And even in doing this, you don't want to write a whole essay here, but if something comes across your mind that says, Hey, this would make the next meeting better or jot it down, right? Get it out of your head and take a look at your notes after you've spent some time away. And this is why I include a notes section in my youth meeting playbook, because right after the meeting, I want to jot those notes down before I forget. And then I got my whole rest of my day clear. I don't have to make notes on that because I've already, I already know, I already know what I messed up. I already know what I could have done better. I already know what, how the meeting should have gone and, and things I should have done and all that. So I just write the notes down. I get them out of my head. So I am not mulling them over the entire next day. Number four, feed your soul. You've just spent yourself on behalf of your youth meeting. It is time to restore what you have spent. You see, this is like drinking Gatorade after a long run or drinking body armor after you've worked out. You can't give what you don't have. And if you do not refill, you put yourself at risk. It's easy to know that you need to refuel after a tough night, a rough night, but your need to refuel is even harder to recognize when you've had a successful night because you think, well, I've got it all together now. I've, I have figured it. I've cracked the code. And well, we all have it. We know that you have it. I know that I haven't. And so it's important that you go, listen, I need to feed my soul. And whether that's just reading scripture for yourself rather than reading scripture for a lesson, whether that's listening to just worship music for yourself and not 
listening to worship music for the next meeting. You know, you've got to feed your soul. And feeding your soul is not just, you know, scripture. And it's not just worship. Feeding your soul means having great relationships. It means going out and getting a good meal for yourself, uh, rewarding yourself. If you had a great meeting, go reward yourself, right? Go say, look, that was a great youth meeting. God did some great things. Now I'm going to go eat some pizza or I'm going to go to a nice restaurant, whatever it may be for you. Number six, get some perspective. I like George Carlin, comedian George Carlin says, some people see the glass half full, others see it half empty. I see a glass that's twice as big as it needs to be. Listen, youth ministry is your job. It's not your life. Regardless of how your youth meeting went, you went home to a family, a spouse, a pet, or, or maybe a fridge of leftover lasagna. Either way, it's all good. Your value is not about how well the youth meeting went or didn't go. See, that's the win. See, God loves you no matter what. So you got to get some perspective on that. I, I think I talked, touched on this in uh, an episode, a couple of episodes back about the risk of being a youth pastor is sometimes we get high on our own supply. We have a great youth meeting and then that just fuels us more to even, oh, we got to get more done. No, ministry is not life. Ministry is how God operates through us and, and how we do what we do. And it's our job. But at the end of the day, we have to realize that we're all going to be dust someday and that somebody is going to take our role. Maybe, maybe a good dose of Ecclesiastes would help. If you, if that would offer you a tremendous amount of perspective. So just take the day, maybe just kind of read through, you know, Ecclesiastes and, and you'll get it. You'll get it. Number seven, you can always improve. Now, listen, I'm not talking about obsessiveness. I'm not talking about sitting there because I've done it. Maybe you've done it. You know, you figure out the next day of all the ways you got to get better, right? Listen, we all know that we have to get better. No, no doubt. But listen, if you're doing something you are not good at or you're new to it, you can get better, even if it's by a centimeter. Listen, your college degree was not a dec declaration of your mastery over a subject. It was kind of more of a thank you for spending all your money with us. Improvement is a required human skill, whether you want to be a better human or you want to be a better youth pastor. Focus on improving, not on the problem. So where can you get better, right? Is it speaking? Like you're not great at it. Programming, how do you get better at it? Relationships, how do you do that? Team building. If you do not invest in yourself, no one is going to do it for you. Better is a decision. Better is a mindset that requires honesty, hard work, and commitment. Find a mentor, read a book, listen to this podcast. <laughs> Keep listening. Subscribe, by the way. It's a good, good part here. If you're brand new, thank you for being here. Subscribe to the podcast and get better. All right. And last one, number seven, have a short memory. There's no sense in dwelling on things that didn't work. If you love your students, your students will forgive your shortcomings. Students are showing up to be loved, not to be dazzled. This week is over. Just say it to yourself. This week is over. Next week is ahead. Start getting a vision of what next week could be rather than what last week could have been. And it makes me think of Philippians 3, 13 and 14. It says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God 
in Christ Jesus. So listen, the prize, guys, is not a better youth meeting. It's your calling in Christ. It's who you're going to be in Jesus. And But I think this is, this verse applies to the fact that says, look, you can't, the Apostle Paul, just like he, he had to leave his past behind to look towards the future, you have to leave your last youth meeting behind, good or bad, so that you can move forward and allow God to do some new things in your life and in the youth ministry. And that is it for today, guys. Those are my seven little tips there for post-youth meeting recovery. I hope that uh, you enjoyed them. And if you did, I'm going to put a link down in the description. You can always go and leave a review and leave some stars and maybe say some kind words if you'd like to do that. You know, I just had somebody email me recently and, and tell me I'd put some of these tips in there. And they said, man, I've been doing this a while. I've, I've never really thought about the next day. I've never thought about some things I ought to do on the next day. And let me tell you something, guys, it's about, it's really about mental health. It's really about emotional health, because if you're all wrapped up in it all the time, every day, it's just not healthy. So I hope that you will take these tips to heart and uh, plan your next day accordingly. Do what's good for you. These are just mine. You do you, but you stay, stay healthy out there, guys. I want you to stay in this thing called youth ministry for as long as you want to. And the way you can do that is by taking care of yourself. And that's by taking care of your next day after your biggest day of the week of giving and of serving. And some of you are exhausted and some of you are beating yourself up and some of you are patting yourselves on the back, maybe a little too loud, but take the next day and do what is good for you and get healthy. And remember guys, if nobody has told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you, you're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. I'll catch you guys in the next episode.